Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of First The Show, where I, Mark Krishnaz, gives you my first impressions out of game. I don't know why that was funny, but that was funny. These are my first impressions, I being Mark Krishnaz, about Rico London, a first-person shooter all about breaching and clearing that is apparently meant to be played as a cooperative shooter. I played it entirely alone, and when I say it's entirely about breaching and clear how many times have i said entirely so far i think i've said it entirely too much i'm entirely tired of direly direly talking about the tiredness of the entirely <laughs> oh my god but it is all about breaching and clearing and if you don't know what i mean by breaching and clearing it is that thing that is occasionally sprinkled throughout every call of duty game where you'll come up to a door and it'll be like hey wait for your, your teammates to get here and then you kick the door in and it's slow-mo for like three seconds. And in those three seconds, you can take out all the enemies before they even know what to do or can react to you and shoot back. You, you, you like that? You like those bits? Are they fun? Imagine an entire game of just that where you go from room to room to room to room. And every time you enter a new room, you're breaching and trying to clear it before the slow-mo exists buyers with the occasional of course empty room for a breather in between which is oddly where the game really fumbles performance wise and just loses its mind and drops into the fucking single digits i think and ooh, th this game has a lot of jank it is a rough game with cell shaded visuals cell shaded cell shaded visuals i don't even know if i said that already but if i did i'm saying it again but it's got cell shaded visuals which work for it because it's not the prettiest game and I don't think they could have made anywhere near the prettiest game. But there's a charm to it. The physics are ridiculous and watching bodies fly in a way that no human body would actually fly when being shot is amusing. And it's this is meant to be a compliment in the terms of physics worlds and stuff. The physics most remind me of Postal, of the Postal games specifically, that is. Postal 2 forward, where it was a first-person shooter, not the top-down one. That is the first game, which I realized got a Redux version on PlayStation and Switch, which is weird to think that there's a Postal game on Switch on a Nintendo platform, but whatever. It's the most tame one of the bunch, ignoring the violence that you can still perform in it. But I mean, Hotline Miami is on Switch, so... Violence is not a problem, I think, the crassness of the later games. <laughs> but Rico London, Rico London, Rico London, Rico London, Rico London. There is a charm to the game and its jank and its single-mindedness. It's focusing on one very specific thing. It may not be doing a lot and there may not be a lot there. It's all procedurally generated. There are handcrafted levels, I guess, exclusive to the Xbox version, which is where I played it, but it's mostly and predominantly meant to be played in the various modes that do procedurally generate the level so it's always a new experience but it's not really a unique experience in that sense because the rooms are all pretty much the same and they're stitched together in the most basic of ways and that's one of the issues i have with the main campaign which is the only mode i played where you don't really get any sense of progression or idea of how long a level is going to last because the levels do eventually end but they just kind of end and that's fine. I guess it just is a little weird because it 
feels like they drag on and on and on and on and on until they just end and you move on to the next level. But despite the fact that I don't think I could call the game a good game, it controls fine. With most weapons, it takes two headshots to take enemies down, which is really annoying. I think the shotguns at the very least will take down an enemy with one shot to the head, but everything else takes two shots, which feels not great, especially in slow-mo when you know for a fact you are lined up straight in the middle of their head and you shoot and you see the blood splattered. That was the blood I said. It sound like blood, but blood, the blood coming out of their fucking head. And you're like, why aren't you dead, buddy? You should be dead, but you're not dead every time. Don't like that. But despite that, I still, I had a good time with it. There's just something about Rico London that in spite of all of its setbacks, it's a fun, dumb time. And I think those people out there who enjoy games with jank and all that kind of crap tied with that stuff like Goat Simulator or whatever, but want something that's in a first-person shooter package, I think you could get something out of it. The problem is... It is just this breaching and clearing. That's all you're doing. A room might have a boss enemy, so they might take a lot of bullets to all parts of their body, not just their head to take down. And the weapon selection isn't the most varied. The problem is the game, at least on Xbox, costs $50. When I found this out, I was blown away. My head blew up in one shot because this is in... No way a $50 game. This is a game I expected to be $30 max. And even at $30, I don't think I'd recommend the game to most people. I'd say $20 is the ceiling for those who know they are into games like this that are busted and janky and rough around the edges but have a charm to them. But for most people, I'd say $10 is that sweet spot or $15, but $20 is the absolute max because you're just doing this basic breaching and clearing room to room simplistic rooms basic enemies that only get more challenging or more complicated in the weapons they are using as you're progressing through these areas but even as you're moving from say an office building to a i don't know warehouse whatever it it doesn't feel that different because the rooms are essentially squares in many cases they might have a side room or this or that but it's just procedurally generated stuff and it, it wears on you after a while but again i had a lot of fun playing it it's just not 50 dollars fun nowhere near it even if the game was the most polished game i had ever played it still wouldn't be worth 50 dollars because it's so bare bones in terms of what's there and what you can do with it as much fun as i was having there's just not that much there so ultimately i recommend rico london with a lot of caveats one you gotta like janky busted games that aren't actually good but are in spite of all that still fun and two wait for it to go on sale because fifty dollars is a ridiculous ridiculous price to ask for what you get again ignoring the jank and the performance issues which thankfully are almost exclusively in non-combat areas if all of that was removed 
it's still not worth $50. I'm sorry, Rico London. You're just not. And even adding the co-op bit that I didn't personally play with. The fact that that's there and you can play co-op, which hopefully works, fingers crossed, because that, that would be a fun, dumb time to spend with a buddy. It's just too much. And you know what else you've gotten too much of right now? Me talking about Rico London. So anyway, that will do it for this here episode of First. Once again, I am Mark Krishnez. Y'all can find all my links of import over at pixelatedsausage.com slash px. And don't forget, of course, to subscribe and like and hit the bell. And that's not the order I usually say that. But whatever, you know, if you haven't already done that, do that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it so very, very much. And if you do enjoy any of the stuff I do and what have you, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support me that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode. And I Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.